only show in New Zealand with more regrettable tattoos than Post Malone. That's what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear. And more people telling them thank you next than Ariana to her exes. This is Jono Bennett's show on the edge. Oh, welcome along to the show Monday afternoon. It's a holiday for the top half of the North Island, but not for us. No. We're in here battling, battling away. away. Slaves to the microphone. Oh, can you hear that? That was everyone in the South Island not giving an F that we have to work today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, it's a pleasure to have the South Island with us. I've always said you've been my favourite island. I've never said anything bad about the South Island. You do always say that Auckland is your favourite city. Yeah. Well, they're not listening today, so Auckland can go and get stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, I, I, I can't put something up in the house. I'm, I'm just being I vetoed. really feel like we're the sort of people that can't help you with that particular no, problem. No, okay, so here's the backstory. Last year, uh, John and I, had, we had our own burgers at Burger King, right? So I asked for a poster at the end of the campaign. Oh, shut up. Have you tried to put this up in your house? So there was like, a, and it was, and it turned out to be quite a large poster. It was one of those buzz, ones of the bus shelter posters, so it's quite big. But then we had a frame, a big frame downstairs in the garage. I'm like, oh, great, this will fit in this. It'll look good. Put it together. Thought it looked professional. Thought it looked nice. Left it by the door. Thought a man would come home and go, wow. Oh, that's great. Let's put that up. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No way. Oh, she yeah. doesn't want a 10 metre size poster of <laughs> you. Like, it's like what a big the- ad for Burger King. I was if like, it yeah, was it was an ad. And it looks cool. There's a shirtless John or a shirtless Ben. You're like, if anything, Burger King paid for this house. <laughs> if it was like a cool picture of you guys <laughs> on cool the show picture. or something, but it's it's literally a burger ad. So I thought it was cool. It could, but now it's gone back. Suddenly it's gone back to the garage. Fair it's, enough. It's I wouldn't even put that up either. Oh, what, what about like a nice photo of you guys sitting at the desk? You oh, know? I haven't got one of those. <laughs> He's just got one with a giant <laughs> greasy burger there. He's got two burgers yeah. there. I'm not, I wasn't allowed to. I bought a, uh, a poster, a wall hanging of uh, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> That's right. Next to a uh, nuclear... Have you seen it? I think I've got it in my yeah, bag. Yeah, you've brought it in. Yeah, got, no, I'm not, I'm not live, allowed to put that live, up. La- life, laugh. Or He's got a big smiley happy face. He's next to a nuclear uh, ship. And live, laugh, love. <laughs> not allowed to put that up. I tried to give it to her for Christmas, Jen. How did that go? Mm-mm. Oh, that's well. right. Did yeah, you laugh though? Appreciated the gag. She appreciated the gag. What did you but get her instead? <laughs> what was her actual gift? That was it. No, shut up. <laughs> 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 you don't like that. You don't love Christmas. Sounds around. like someone doesn't like to live, laugh, and love. <laughs> Are you not laughing at this? Yeah. Are you not loving? <laughs> I imagine it's not a. Co- I imagine it's a common thing for many people not to be allowed to mm. put up something. Well, it's when else. two. People who haven't lived together before Merge. bring their belongings together. There's some there's some indiscrepancies. I've got a signed Avril Lavigne poster, which was the first thing I ever got. Uh, I even got it before I was in radio. It was the first signed thing I ever had, and my dad built this fr- custom frame for it. I love it. Not allowed to put that up. My family made me a collage of photos from my childhood up until I was 21. I don't even not think Avril Lavigne would put up a signed poster <laughs> of herself. Not allowed to put that up either. Not allowed to put my memories up of my life before Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> didn't exist. No, he's wanting me to put it up. He thinks it's ugly. And I'm like, my mum spent a long time getting that screen printed, that canvas of collage of photos, but I'm not allowed to put that up either. It's Pro- very sad. Producer Dan was saying before the show, you're not allowed to bring something into your household with your partner, Hannah, Dan. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm... Oh, hold on, I'll just change this mic. There we go. Uh, yeah, I, I build Lego. Star Wars Lego in particular, mm. and I'm not allowed to. I had to dismantle it all when we mm. moved in together. You know so how I, you had to sit down with us last year, and you're like, "I really don't want people to think I'm a virgin anymore." <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> I was hey, about hey. to say that. <laughs> That's so true. This doesn't help your cause. No. I've changed my ways because I've dismantled it all. It's you all know, in boxes. And <laughs> it's all been put back into boxes yeah. with the instructions. Yeah, my virgin life is in boxes <laughs> now. <laughs>
Part of me also doesn't believe Hannah's real. Like, have you seen her? I've never, I've never no, seen her. I've never seen her. No. I've never seen her. No. I reckon she is not real. She is a blow-up doll at home, and you have got your Lego everywhere. He showed me a picture of people in costume from Armageddon, but it's probably just people in cosplay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking as well. <laughs> And Joining us in the studio, two of our favourite people, Art and Matilda. How's it going? Yeah, good. Hey, guys. Oh, getting clapped in. You yeah. are getting clapped in. It's how we do things around here. You guys are like used to that now because you've moved up in, into the country, haven't you? Yeah, we have. Yeah. We, we didn't get clapped into Walkworth, though. Which really <laughs> yeah. So you're living in Walkworth? Mm. Growing marijuana or something? What are we doing there? <laughs> getting in before there are the big petition this year, whatever it is. That <laughs> I know you're healthy types. <laughs> yeah, we sort of business opportunity went for it. But, um, we'd, we're just kind of having chickens and like, Living a, a bit more of a chilled life. Mm. When, when Matilda says having chickens, she doesn't mean that's what they're having for lunch. Like, they have chickens at their oh, house. Oh, no, yeah, we own chickens. Oh, yeah. What are their names? Uh, so we've got Moira, Deborah, mm. Linda, Tanya, and Susan. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't eat them if you've named them. That's the no rule. No way. No way. Mm. Oh, God. What? Hang on. Those are very like old lady names. What are your cat's names? Brian and Christine. Yeah, shivers. You just <laughs> named your, you've named your animals after baby boomers, and yeah. I love it. It's like well, the I cast just, of the RSA. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, I just kind of see chickens as like middle-aged women gossiping. Yes, like, that's just how I yeah. see hens. So that I is a very good we'd, point. We'd give them middle-aged gossip woman names. Uh, so, but Art and Matilda with us. You guys have got a brand new podcast which launches Wednesday. Yes, yeah, we're really excited. It's called Well and Good with Art and Matilda. I thought it would be Chicken Facts with Art and Matilda, <laughs> but not. There will be Chicken Facts in there. It does yeah. sound like a real winner. Also, less Instagram DMs for you guys of people asking you questions. You should yeah. have a DM segment where you can just answer your own DMs on your podcast. Oh, yeah, That's totally. how you get your replies. You've yeah. got to listen to the podcast. What's the most yeah, common the most- question Art and Matilda get asked? Um, for the first two years, it was, are you guys still together? <laughs> And oh, then John, I thought that you guys were like a sham. I, I still think I still think you're a sham. Well, I still it think it might still be. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. writing out this MediaWorks bachelor contract. It's a long contract, though. Jeez, we're like, really yeah. committed to this. Yeah, we're really committed to this. <laughs> no, but uh, like, is there a lot of uh, common health and well-being question you guys get asked? Yeah, I get a little bit of it. You probably get more of it than me. Yeah, yeah, a lot of diet-related questions. Um, how much can I be? You're the paleo guy. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you are actually the face of paleo in New Zealand. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah, mm. he's the the Pete Evans, but sort of like a bit well, more, like, it's a, yeah, a bit more grounded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, people think I'm this sort of like really strict paleo kind of um, freak, but um, you know, in reality, I just I I'm pretty lenient. I'm kind of more of a everything in moderation kind of person. So, um, you know, I'm not an expert on anything to do with nutrition. I just have a lot of interest in it and. Um, and Whatever you're like, doing is clearly working. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's kind of yeah. where the podcast comes in as well because we aren't experts. We don't really know that much. We just have got a bunch of experts on who can mm. share some of their knowledge. Because it's hard because then if, if someone asks us a question about nutrition and then I answer it and say, well, I do this, people are like, where's your degree? You know, you yeah. can't just, So it's like, yeah. well, mm. here's someone that actually has a degree or knows something about it and then they can kind of talk about it because otherwise we just get ripped to shreds. Yeah, mm. which is easy, easy on the internet when no one has to see you, isn't it? Oh, people love it, eh? <laughs> Out of the three of us, Sharon, Ben and myself, who do you think is the healthiest? Over to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the easiest question ever. Over to you. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> Ben's like sitting over there being like, 
They know the answer. No, 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 no. It's gonna be me. Ear of cockiness <laughs> over there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do it. Ben's like, already been to the gym today. Been on Saturday, mate. Waiting for it. You can see the brown rice in his teeth now. Is that quinoa? Hang on. Very astute there. Just making sure I've had my M and M's wrapper. Jono's ruled out straight away, right? Okay. Do I look like a healthy guy? Uh, I'm not going to be offended. Your hair looks healthy. You, yeah. you look healthy for a dude that's smashing a does a Heidi yeah. every night. <laughs> mentally <laughs> healthy. Mentally healthy. Yeah. Uh, like happy on the inside. Yeah. 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 Okay. Arguably more important. Yeah. True. Thank you, Art. You answered, answered that uh, very. Ben's uh, loving it. I wish you could see Ben's like. Well, I'm not doing Ben's like, who me? He's like, should I go to the to St. Luke's and get the award printed now? Pulls out a piece of broccoli. Yeah. Well, Ben, cool for you. I'll take it, guys. Thank you. I like That's why I'll be joining them on the uh, the podcast every week, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, health corner. Now, also, big year for you, Matilda. Going to be uh, Dancing with the Stars. Can't yes. wait. Can't so wait. So excited. Are you doing Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. Oh, she was one of the first two really excited. Yeah, Matilda and Mike McRoberts. Mm. Hey, tell Matilda what you said about people that do Dancing with the Stars. Oh, did you say that they've got something to prove or something? Because I've heard that a lot. No, nah, I, I keep I trying to tell John and yeah. Ben to do it, and they said they won't do it because their career hasn't completely failed yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally, it's totally got that kind of. Um, <laughs> oh, that was it. Sorry, the has beens. No, no, That's no, what you've been saying. Be hang on, we, we used to have a TV show. Now we don't. So, so come on, I think we. Uh, oh, is that anyone? Do you want to do it now, Ben? On that rationale, we'd qualify. Absolutely. Do you want to do it now, Ben? No, I'm just saying. So why don't you want to do it, Ben? Sharon is very defensive of Dance with the Stars, and she's all taking it upon herself to do the casting for some reason. We're just oh, like, I it's not for us. Certain people to peer pressure. No, it's, uh, people keep going, oh, it's for has-beens. And yeah. then this season I'm like, well, actually it's not because we've got Matilda this year <laughs> and Mike McRoberts. It's a hell of a lineup. This is the first, first two good announcements. Who's? It's downhill from here, surely. Uh, Who oh, else are they going to get? Uh, you going to come know. on? We get a couple against no, couple. No, not for me. No, I've got two left feet. I, I like to do things that I think I can. I can win. <laughs> do real well. And, uh, and I yeah, don't think. Yeah. Otherwise, just don't try. Yeah, well, yeah. that's yeah. the motto. <laughs> but, if you think, but if you think about it, like Simon Barnett was terrible the first week. Second week and third week, oh, he yeah, won in the end. Sharon's recruitment. Oh, so he yeah. bad at the start. I he was like terrible at the start. The he, he was he yeah oh, he was amazing. really bad and he just like excelled each week. He yeah. continued dancing after dislocating his knee. It was amazing. Uh, oh, a real underdog story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. she's mind screwing you now, mate. <laughs> yeah, she's, mind, she's trying to mind <laughs> screw you into dancing. Yeah, maybe you should. It's going to be good, Matilda. You were top of my list last year and this year, so I'm very glad. I'm very excited. What's your dancing like? Extremely nervous. Well, I I actually do rate myself as a bit of a time. Yes, queen. Nice. You know, I'm just yeah. like, hey, I think I'm pretty good. So Have you I'll started training? No, no, no. I think that comes in the next couple of months or something. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, I'm good, like, just normal freestyling. Like, I've never done a waltz or a cha-cha, so... It it's when you actually story. have to move your feet and hands and arms and fingers all at the same time. Yeah, that's it, when it get, that's when you realise that you're not actually that great of a dancer, just at the club. Yeah, but yeah, I'm totally sure that you'll be awesome. Different. Like I actually cannot wait. It's going to be great. Oh, Mike so McRoberts and you will be the ones to watch. Mm. Oh, I hope so. And that's only because I don't know who the rest <laughs> of them are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's literally they all don't got. Even, they don't even tell us who the rest of them are because everyone always asks. And so I've just been like, hmm, who is it? And that, so I keep trying so to So you ask really ben. don't know who any of the other people are? Nah, not yet. Not yet. But yeah. I was hoping. Matilda's trying to scope was, out the competition yeah. here. I was hoping there was like going to be like a relationship rivalry between the two of you. That would be mm. quite good. It would it? be amazing. Oh, Imagine well. the final now. So yeah. I'd probably try a bit harder if I was battling you. Would you? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, only enters things he thinks he can <laughs> win. <laughs> 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 
a great rule in life. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Epic Percy, don't succeed. Hey, guys. <laughs> so that's the end of the interview. <laughs> Uh, Matilda, always great catching up. Uh, where can people ca- catch your podcast? Um, they can find it on Spotify. Just search Well and Good with Art Matilda um, or it's on Apple Podcasts or pretty much anywhere that has podcasts. How do you get it on Apple? Just biff it up there. Mate, you know, ours is on don't Apple. Know. Our production company did it. Mm. Yep, go Raw Collective. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it's beyond just me. just talk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good on you guys. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having us. Okay, so a story of this lady went to Portugal, okay, and she loves a cat. So whenever she sees a cat, she's a cat patter. See, I don't pat strange animals myself. No. You? No, no, ben, no. You, 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 I imagine you'd pat, pat a dog on a head. You're a dog patter, mate. <laughs> oh, no, it, no, no, not in that environment. No, because no. you, you just you just don't know what's. It's gonna... like you when, you when you see people that get photos with like uh, dogs and stuff roaming around, like wild dogs. And you're like. Clearly, that's a wild dog. Yeah. Or your friends will go overseas and they'll like, someone go, here's a monkey, and they'll just put the monkey on the person. You're like, what? There's a lot of faith, isn't there? Yeah. And monkeys can carry a lot of zeal. This lady, she patted a cat in Portugal, a stray cat, like a manky one with a missing eye or something. But uh, what happened is she actually caught some bacteria off the cat, been rolling around in raw chicken or whatever cats do. Yeah. And then hospitalized, she was. Couldn't walk, paralysed from the waist down. Paralysed. Paralysed, just from a cat pet. Forever. Mm. That's oh, no, no, she crazy. started to walk again. No, she? she learned to walk again. I just said yes for a bit of dram- dramatic <laughs> oh, effect. Yeah. She had to teach herself to walk again, but it took like That's 12 crazy. months. crazy. Yeah. Just from a wee cat pet. Yeah. So, 0800 The Edge. What have you caught? Now, I'm going to throw this out there. <laughs> oh, jeez. I ate a bag of cheesels and I caught a full body rash. Did you? It like, how the- far did the rash go? Like, draw a mental picture. Well, I was working here and I was behind uh, the reception desk and I was just eating lunch, cheesels, bag of cheesels, the staple mm. diet as part of the food pyramid. Like a big a big bag? Yeah, like it was a, a family big bag. Pack. Hey, well, don't shame me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just, just curious. <laughs> okay, was okay, I just don't want to know how many cheesels you had, okay? <laughs> Why do you need to know this? I'll just I'll put into the story. So you literally <laughs> turned into a cheesel. And so, yeah, I ate it and then about 35 minutes later I could feel a rash coming down from my head all the way to my feet and then went to the doctor and then they were like oh it happens as a reaction to the cheese flavouring in the cheese so, cheese you, so you had a rash uh, from a head to toe from cheesels head to toe rash <laughs> oh, I've never got back are you exaggerating no. how far the rash went I am not, this is the one time I'm not exaggerating so if we bought some cheeses then would you eat cheesels? Well, what sort of animal would do that to their friend? <laughs> a manky cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because did you know that shopping trolleys, you know how they've uh, some supermarkets now, they have the, the the antibacterial wipes, and you should use them, because apparently the most common place to get foot and mouth is off a shopping trolley. That's why you see those people with their babies, the ones that truly love their babies, that put blankets on their... Uh, on the thing, and I, I didn't know why people did that. And then later, no, you told just me, leave yours in the car, yeah, don't you? Just, <laughs> with a bag there. of cheesels. Um, I actually caught a cold. My son, when he was a little bit younger, weirdly comforted him. He was obsessed with teeth, and when it's been a long day, he's wanted to like have his bottle and hurry up. I just let him put his hands hang, hang on to my teeth, but he had a cold, and so because he put his fingers in my mouth, I ended up catching his cold and getting real sick. A lot of parents suck the nose, yeah, suck the snot out of the oh, nose. Yeah, no, I will never See do that. that. I love him, but I don't love him that much. That's a whole nother level. Like oh, I love my kids, but no, I don't. Have know you done do it? I'm a, no, I've never sucked the snot out of a nose. <laughs> no, I, I've never done what, that. I'll do it to both of you now. <laughs> okay, I won't need a bag of cheesels. Let's Come go. over here, Ben. Why would you rather Come over do here. No. Come over here. Bring your nose over here. Do no. it. Okay. Do bring, it. Your nose, bring your nose. Bring your nose. <laughs> 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 Put your nose in my mouth. It tickles. It tickles.
<laughs> said, no, the man's nose in my mouth. <laughs> Call me tomorrow, please. Heaved up thing over It was so sexual. It was. Put your nose in my mouth, I get bit. <laughs> well, my, after the show. Sound very it. comforting <laughs> and satisfying. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even do that to my best friend. Like, that is so weird. The weird thing is I did get snot out too. Did you? Well, you do have something between your teeth now. Okay, I went under the edge. I don't, well, what did you catch? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I think I might have just caught something off you. Uh, no stories from Hamilton over the weekend. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the edge. What did you catch, Paige? Well, we decided to put leaves um, and flowers on the trampoline before we went to Australia just for fun to bounce around the leaves. And then it turned out we were both allergic to the tree and got the worst rash. Full body, head to toe, one of those like, look at an immigration, probably questioned it, but we got through and then had a full body rash the whole time we were in Gold Coast. Full body <laughs> oh, rash! You wouldn't be the only one, anyway, yeah, yeah, no, too easy there. Hey? Yeah, yeah, too easy, too easy. But uh, can, can I just ask you a question? Can I ask you a question about the rash? How long did it last for? The whole time in Australia, 10 days. 10 days? Because someone's texting saying, a mate of mine threw a hedgehog at me. I got a full body rash for a month. Whoa. Four weeks of rash. And Kate, your one is horrific. What happened? Hey, um, I'm an early childhood teacher and one of my colleagues got really sick one time because um, a kid came in and he had um, diarrhea and he had rotavirus and she was changing his nappy and he grabbed some and threw it and it landed in her mouth. Oh, God! I don't know what you get paid but it is not it's enough. It's not enough, enough honestly. Not enough. Never enough. No, oh. we do the terrible stuff. Early oh, childhood teachers, up- I bow down yeah. to you. That is mm. terrible. It takes yep, a sort I'm just of. Glad it wasn't me. Thank God, Ben, you haven't done that during your nappy changes. No, I no, I'm very good. I'm very, oh, well, you tore my hands down though, so that <laughs> stops me from. Hey, hey, Kate. Um, a year's worth of neon TV and movies coming your way. Thanks to Vodafone Rewards. All right. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you, Kate, and a big thanks to all the early childhood teachers out there. You guys are legends. Hey, across the road, uh, and I think I overheard at the cafe the most complicated, difficult order. I've ever heard. And mm. I'm a difficult person. Yeah. I mean, you work with me every day. I'm mm. very difficult. And you're not very difficult at a restaurant, though, because you just, if you go to Japanese, you're just like, can I Jap- get some white rice and tomato sauce <laughs> and maybe some teriyaki chicken? But Do that is difficult. Fries? Hey? French fries Which is difficult in Japanese cuisine because they don't provide French fries or tomato sauce. Yeah. Some so, do tomato sauce. Do they? There's a place down the road that does that deep fried cheese and tomato sauce. It's very good. Anyway. Big uh, shout out to uh, to the nameless bottle of mayonnaise that the Japanese provide. I don't know if you've seen that with the red <gasps> Yum lid. yum sauce. Yeah, it's good, eh? She was. I've got that on everything at the moment. Mm. Got it on me right now. <laughs> it's your new thing. <laughs> this is my new cologne. <laughs> Lick me. Okay. Mayonnaise. Doesn't look good where you've got it, but anyway, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but this lady was ordering Eggs Benedict. Okay, now Eggs Benedict comprises of your muffin, mm-hmm. your ham, your egg, your hollandaise sauce. She then requested for each of the ingredients to come out on different plates. Different plates? Different plates. So she's like, oh, can I have the muffin on one plate? Can I have the sauce in a little sort of bowl on its own? Oh, because sometimes sauce on the side is something that people like. Can I have the ham on its own plate? Can I have the egg sitting on its own plate? Deconstructed. On five different plates. Why? I don't know. Did you watch and see if she like put it all together? She was behind me. Right. I couldn't really see what was going on, but I was very intrigued. Yeah. I was overhearing the, and I could tell the waiter was like, "This is a bit difficult." Because <laughs> he was like, "Let me well, just dishes. check." Let me just check with the chef. Came back. He's like, "So you sure you want it on all separate?" She's like, "Yeah, all separate plates, things." Must be like an OCD thing. Yeah, 
Which, but I imagine though, if you're working in the waiting game, that a lot of a lot of complicated demands would be made. Surely at a restaurant. Oh yeah, it's like when you go out with people that are like, "Can I please get a uh, skinny latte with chocolate on top?" That just would drive me crazy. Because I'm like, "What's the point of the skinny latte if you're getting chocolate on top?" You know what I'm saying? Well, you make yourself look like you're doing a skinny thing. Right? Uh, but deep down, you add a little bit of something back on there. Yeah, a little bit of fat on the inside, <laughs> eh? All right, we'll throw it out there. Oh, 800 the edge is the phone number. If you have, like John, I said, been working in the uh, you know the the waiting game, hmm. what's the most difficult thing that someone has ever tried to order? When's Sharon coming to your, at your place? Squeeze me. I am a people pleaser. I am always, I will eat something even if they give it to me in the wrong thing. That's the Kiwi way. That's what That's I love. Me. That's what we all, most of us are like. Whereas eh? like if you go to America or something, hey, they're complaining about everything. But you eat the, I'll eat the, the wrong meal. Someone gives it, you're like, I don't want to make a fuss. Mm. You know, like it's fine. It's you fine. eat it. Yeah, I saw you eat a, a plate of raw chicken. <laughs> Just because you didn't want to make a fuss. I don't want to make a fuss. I am exactly the same. It's the curse of being a people pleaser. <laughs> yeah. The most ludicrous customer demands if you work as a waiter, 0800 the now, Tom, do you work in the waiting game? Um, well, yeah, I, I run a hunting outfit, so I'm dealing with all clients, like food, fuel, um, accommodation services. And what was the what was the difficult what was the difficult order that you got struck with? So we're in the absolute middle of nowhere, um, and my client bought one box of beer and he ran out of beer, so he hired a helicopter to go pick up a box of beers and fly them in a box of beers. Wow. <laughs> that is crazy, but I love it. What's the cost of like a helicopter for a round trip to Super Liquor? I think it was like 1200 bucks. He paid like $70 per beer, I think it was. What Shit. sort of beer did he get? Like It better be like an expensive like lion beer. Lion or something? Yeah, if it's like a double brown, I'm going to be so stoked. No, nah, it's Heineken. 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 So just you just got a dozen beers? Yeah, pretty much. Not even 20, like, surely you go, okay, well, I'm paying for this helicopter trip. I might stock up with a bit more. And he knows how much he drinks. As a drinker, you need to anticipate moments like these. Yeah, pretty much. But, no, I don't think, he didn't quite think it through. He just sort of grabbed the satellite phone and it was pretty much, it was on. Yeah. The worst thing is by the time they get there, they'll be warped. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Hey, Trina, welcome to the show. What was the uh, weirdest order you've ever encountered? I um, explained I've worked in a kitchen, not as a waitress, so I've done, and being a fussy eater, I understand that request. You could get an egg full of water and it's going to make your muffin soggy. The hollandaise sauce may <laughs> be um, a packaged one, not a bought one, right. therefore it tastes disgusting. Uh, Trina, use... Trina, just out of interest, you weren't at Mary's Cafe today, were you about 10.30am? <laughs> No, I'm in Wellington. Just phoning up defending your crazy order. (laughs) Hang on, here's here's how it plays out. Now, you you said you're a fussy person, self-confessed. Do you make demands like this? Um, Yeah, I do. (laughs) Well, no, I wouldn't ask for it on five separate plates, but um, I like what I like, and I don't want um, a muffin soaked in water. Fair enough. No one likes a soggy muffin. No. Or biscuit. Yeah. you like a soggy biscuit, no, don't you? No, no, I was never a fan of the soggy biscuit. Oh, okay, I no, thought you were. No, always Benzo. crispy ones for me. Yeah, that's right, my bad. <laughs> Someone's texting saying my dad always uh, asks for donuts with tomato sauce. That dad's pregnant. From Dunkin' Donuts. Tomato sauce with donuts? 
You're judging. No, no, no. You're not judging at all. They didn't say Dunkin' Donuts. Are you trying to get a free Dunkin' Donut by giving them a free plug? Yeah, I just like to slip in a cheeky plug. Snap fitness, Dunkin' Donuts. They go hand in hand. Yeah. Next up. Dr. Scott. We've got some stuff. We've got some. Oh, thank you. Good plug. Casey Clinic. Breakers. Bunnings. Don't start being what we hear. Okay. Ferrari. Tag Hoyer. Always wanted one of those. So over the weekend I binge watched the Netflix show Sex Education, which is so good. Excuse me while I cough. That was part of the sex ed. Sorry. <laughs> so sex education, it kept popping up on my Netflix as like a show, you know, that we you know when it comes. You in. Yeah, when it comes up and I was like, oh, I don't want to watch that. I thought it was a docuseries. And then I saw my friend Kate do a tweet saying, oh, it's actually really funny. So I thought, oh, I'll give it a crack. Watch one episode, end up watching the whole thing. So the basis is this guy, he's like 15, 16 years old. His mum is a sex therapist who's played by Gillian Anderson from X-Files and she is magnificent. And so he goes to school and starts making money by selling advice for sex and stuff to fellow high school students having trouble in their relationships or, you know, losing their virginity Oh, does he del- delve into his mum's files? Yes. Yeah, and so right. he starts, and that's how he starts making money at school. It's such a great show. I highly recommend you watch it. Which probably makes a nice change for those with mothers as uh, sex educators, which usually just are, you're only dealing with embarrassment, I dare yes. say. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's quite a funny show, but it made me think about um, all the different ways you could make money at high school. Mm. And I remember my mum used to make these killer like, little rolls and they were like chicken, lettuce, mayonnaise. I don't know what she was doing, but they were bomb. They were so good. And so I would like not eat breakfast because I got bus sick. So she'd make me breakfast and morning you tea and lunch. You got bus sick? Yeah, I get, I get motion sick. Don't get me started. You got bus sick? She always wants to sit in the front seat when you I get motion sick. I get really bad motion sickness. It's not a lie. I drive three minutes down Ponsonby Road. She's got to be in the front seat. It's not a lie. I get motion sickness. George Ezra riding shotgun. She doesn't even call shotgun. No, she just demands it. It's just everyone knows I sit in the front because I get motion sickness. And I'll have you know that one time Guy and Clint made me sit in the back and I almost vomited and then they mm. never made me sit but in the you back didn't. again. So that's the thing. Almost you got did. through it. Almost did. It. Anyway, <laughs> so my mum made these really cool rolls mm. and she made six of them and then the girls in class like, buy one? And I was like, excuse me? Buy one. Buy one off you. Two bucks. I was like, okay. So I started selling them for $1.50 per roll and yeah. had six of them every day and then I'd go buy my lunch from the canteen and get a Pepsi, a pie, a custard square, and a lollipop. That's a good hustle. That's every a great day. Side and so hustle. every day, Mum was like, "I can't believe you're eating six rolls every day." And I'm like, "Mum, I am a hungry, <laughs> growing woman." And then every day, I'd go to school and hustle them for a dollar fifty. I tried making supporters packs for our touch rugby team. No supporters. <laughs> no, I sold three of the pity ones that were like friends. Were like, oh, I'll buy one, but out of guilt. The player profiles, posters, and pen. <laughs> he even had a weird pair of shorts with a handprint that says, Touch me here. No, I didn't know Support that. the touch team. But, uh, but yeah, I had all sorts of stuff, all sorts of merch, had big plans, but hey, it didn't go, didn't go well, guys. And then you have the people at school sell durries. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I, I wasn't d- savvy d- enough, but I, no, I know a guy at school got all the answers to uh, an exam. Once and he sold all the answers to the exam. Did you make that up to join in? <laughs> that yeah, was, that I, was did. I did. I made that, I made that up to join in. Uh, okay, I'm the team. I had to the edge text to three three four three. Teams, you want to uh, buy supporters back? How did you make money at school? Were you selling dairies? What were you doing? I hundred the edge text to three three four three right now. Francesca, how were you hustling at high school? Um, so I had really nice handwriting. Um, and I was really good at forging signa- signatures. So yes. girls would come to me and um, 
usually about morning tea, and I'd write them a sign-out note that they could go home without getting in trouble, and oh. I used to charge like $10 oh. a note. A oh, of, that's so good. A little bit of uh, fraud. fraud. Fun put, fraud. Put on a festival <laughs> in the Bahamas later in life. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> this is off the back of the Netflix show, if you haven't seen it, Sex Education, where one of the kids uh, sells therapy advice because his mum is a sex therapist, and he's making mad coin off it. Can I ask that lady if she still has good handwriting? Oh, okay. Because my handwriting is turned to custard. Are you still running a fine handwriting operation? I'm I'm actually a primary school teacher, so I have great handwriting. Oh, <laughs> good. nailing it. Casey, welcome to the show, and what was your high school hustle? Hi, so it wasn't me. It was actually my uncle. So back in the day, he used to be a prefect, and he would go and catch out the boys hiding behind the... Um, like trees and stuff, smoking, and tax all of their cigarettes so he wouldn't tell, like, the school board. Oh, he, like, oh, he took a bribe. So he'd be like, <laughs> yeah. give me them durries, and he'd just smoke yeah. them himself. So they were all, like, scared of him because he was a prefect, and he used to smoke, so he used to just get, like, free cigarettes, like, packs and packs a day. Oh, mm. what a smart guy. Nothing like schoolyard corruption, does it? It prepares you for life. Oh, yeah. Hey, Tim, what was your high school hustle? Hey, look, I played a lot of tennis back in the day and I was uh, started restringing tennis rackets. So I got to a position where I'd get people to collect them for a dollar. I'd um, spend about $3 on strings and there would be $3 to go and restring them and you'd make about 10 for doing nada. For doing absolutely nothing. Everyone was doing the work. Oh, give it up for the restring. And now, Ben, this is a good business. You were trying to sell supporters packs for your touch team. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go well because the touch sell team wasn't very good. And he's, he also, later in life, he overestimated the popularity of a TV show he was on <laughs> called Pulp Sport. Yeah. <laughs> He's got 7,000 DVDs, <laughs> yeah. sold 100 of it them. It wasn't 7,000 fans, let's be honest. Uh, but you're restringing tennis rackets. That's a good one. Yeah. That's very smart, so would, Tim. So people would collect them, people would restring them, and uh, yeah, it was a good little empire running back in the high school days. I reckon. Shivers, you should have kept that going now. And Dave, what was your high school hustle? I was um, I was selling the old man stick magazines. What? Oh, like you sound old, like you would. Or like porn magazines. <laughs> yeah, his penthouses and his Macy's and stuff. He oh just flipped them on. God. How much were you getting for them? Uh, anyway, from a buck fifty to five bucks. Wow. Yeah. So what would de- can I just ask what would determine the price range? <laughs> How many pages um, you could actually see? Depending on how rich you were. If you had big coin, you're getting, you know. Big coin, you get a, big... a bit more. Oh, so it wasn't the quality of the content that was... Yeah, they were, they were pretty sort of old school, so it wasn't a real quality content, but, you know. <laughs> And your poor, these are young men. So Meanwhile, yeah. your poor father's library's depleting. He's yeah. done. He's done. Have to yeah. use his imagination now. <laughs> probably can't go to your mum yeah. and go, "Hey, have you seen the magazines that I have <laughs> under the bed?" Because he's probably he's on too. Now. <laughs> he was probably too scared because his dad. Thanks so much, Dave. His dad was probably thinking that his uh, wife kept finding them. It was like, oh, <laughs> I go, oh, I bring oh. it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's got to bring that up soon. Old Nancy's on to me again. Well, I told there you, you go. I got. Uh, I got uh, banned from Whitcalls, didn't I? Have I told you that story? Yeah, you have. For the oh, we did. We committed a little pubescent heist. On what calls and uh, for the Playboy, you have yeah, for the one, Playboy. Right? I stole the Playboy, remember the, oh, the Pamela yeah. Anderson one. And oh so, yes, I did know yeah. that. Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing more humbling than as a 13 year old being caught with a Playboy down your trousers by an undercover shopper, and That's then going home to gross. have to tell your parents about it. See, as someone that has a young son, so much to look forward to. So yeah. much to look forward to. Oh, yeah. at least there's the internet, though, now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, thank God. We caught the internet down the trousers. Yeah, shivers. <laughs> Don't get Sharon.